evening and welcome to Slam the Gavel, the show that tells it all regarding family court, other court issues, as well as CPS. I am your host, Marianne Petrie. This episode of Slam the Gavel is sponsored by CPS Protect Consulting Services. A child protective services case is one of the most frightening experiences for any parent. Don't face it alone. Face it with confidence with urgent assist by CPS Protect. You can have access to former CPS investigators to make sure you preserve your rights and protect your family. If you're facing CPS involvement and aren't sure where to turn, their child welfare consultants can help you. Visit cpsprotect.com forward slash subscribe and enter the coupon code slam the gavel for 10% off your first year of urgent assist. This is available in all 50 states. I have another announcement. Bradley's mother, Narcus Golan, passed away five months ago. He is autistic and needs structured routine and therapies he receives for his autism six days a week. However, Italy just entrusted Bradley to Italian social services. If he is ruled to go back, he will face the next three to four years in the Italian foster care system where he can't speak or understand the language. He will then be taken away from the only family he has ever known. Please call Governor Hochul at 518-474-8390. That's Governor Hochul at 518-474-8390. Please call the senator and uh, please make as many phone calls as you can to please keep Bradley here safe in these United States. Hashtag keep Bradley safe. I am very happy to have Lisa Goodpastor back on my podcast. She's the author and founder of The Stephood Project, and she has written a book called Alienated Parents or Alienated When Parents Won't Parent. She was last on my podcast, season four, episode 71 and 82. And we're going to have a great conversation today about stepmothers. And I, we both know there's good stepmothers out there. And we're going to talk about, you know, some issues with stepmothers. I welcome you, Lisa, good pastor. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Your podcast is awesome, and I see it growing, and I'm excited to talk about this very important subject. And I just, you know, stepmoms, you are brave for listening. The ones that really want to know what's really going on, thank you for listening. And because this is a triggering topic, but really important. Mm-hmm. So much so, um, when we hosted. Parental Alienation Day on April 25th, um, one of the people that was on, one of the gentlemen said that he was, had started dating a woman and, you know, she was involving him, you know, as a third party. And he didn't, he didn't know this was happening. Do you remember him saying that? He said he didn't realize he was alienating the father from that. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. That happens. Yes. Do you think some of these stepmothers are orchestrating this or they 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 maybe maybe they're naive or I don't know what do you think? I think that there are stepmothers that go into a relationship right off the bat with someone who isn't uh fully divorced yet Mm -hmm. and they up in a uh i would say a i don't want to say dysfunctional but the man isn't healed and 
when a man isn't healed, he's very easy to manipulate. Ooh. Right. No, well <laughs> yeah. said. Well said. So, you know, just like a woman as well, too, when we're not fully healed, you know, we're kind of easy, you know, we're easy prey too. However, stepmoms and, you know, the ones that alienate and uh, adopt uh, your kids uh, because of a high conflict case, stepmoms that uh, are always blaming the kids and um, not their spouse, they don't see the correlation there's a there's a massive lack of awareness and step parents and I hope this is what my book does is it shocks and it's like a shock and awe mm -hmm. because it's it, very delicate subject however it's important because parents who can't end their divorce well most likely what happens is just like it does for kids the let's say the husband uh let's say the the husband marries someone and he starts to indoctrinate her into like what happened and so she's coming in thinking that he's all good and really a mature well-rounded man is going to say i wasn't perfect either because we both know i mean i've been divorced twice and i know that uh both times it wasn't just his fault uh, you know, it takes uh, maturity and understanding. So anyone that's rushing into a relationship when that person is still going through divorce, to me, that's a red flag. And not that men don't be loved because they definitely do, but they have an obligation to protect their children first. And so we can dig a li little deeper on like what happens. Mm -hmm. Because... Right? The, yeah, and the kids need to heal um, through the divorce as well. And a lot of stuff, and because we've been normalizing, and like you can see on TikTok, right? There's a uh, on one of my uh, videos, it has it's now reached four point five million hits, and it's all it says is dad is doing his job, and he is, um, you know it. It's not a pretty video, no matter how you look at it, because it's just uh, it's arguments in front of kids. You hear the kids crying, but you hear him kind of sticking up for his his kids and his daughter. The daughter was 18. And unfortunately, this was about seven years ago, this video or maybe the video was recent. But unfortunately, the dad is like many dads and they don't know how to protect their daughter without making their wife upset mm -hmm. so then you have a lot of opinions and here's the thing step parents don't realize this but sometimes it's not the step parents sometimes it's how our parents divorced and we had not had an opportunity to really mourn that process and understand it and and have time with our parents so that our foundation is still set but when you're talking about alienation and high conflict divorce, there's no room for your child to feel safe. We've been normalizing it. We think because a kid is four, because four-year-olds are great, right? Who doesn't like four-year-olds, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds? Of course, oh, look, they're adapting fine. Yeah, I did the same thing. And then it starts to shift. So 
I don't care how uncomfortable this is. We have been failing our kids by normalizing divorce, by pretending that, you know, yeah, I mean, there are some great step. I would not be here. Thank God for my stepdad. He's awesome. But again, that shouldn't negate what's really going on. So, you know, stepmoms that, uh, I mean, this is bad. I, I have to say this because I can. Parents uh, are losing their freedom of speech online. So Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. I've had three separate people share, and I won't say their names, but I know I, I am just, the mother in me just is like, this is wrong. This poor parent cannot talk about PA, cannot talk about step parents, cannot talk about bad step parents. This is a mother with every right to question who her child is around. And she is, she cannot talk for 10 years. This is the freedom of speech for her or his kid. I don't want to like, you know, because apparently my TikToks have made it into court. Wow. <laughs> so I cannot believe that this is allowed in the United States of America when you have a mother, a loving mother, loving parents don't, they fight, they, they, you know, they speak their truth. They have the right. And if you're silencing a mother, what do you think you're teaching the kids? Mm -hmm. So this is so ludicrous. And like, like I, I read, I mean, I get calls, you know, and texts and I am like, Oh my God. Oh my God. The idea that you have to stay silent about abuse. I know what that's like, but the idea that it's coming from a court of law that taxpayers pay for. Oh, heck no. Heck no way. And so going back, um, yeah, it was, and it literally said, you know, she cannot talk about step parents. Well, can I just tell everybody how many step parents talk about kids? Look at Reddit. Look at all the stepmom groups. We've had this conversation before. I've screenshotted. I hate my stepkids. I can't wait for them to leave. I wish, uh, uh, you know, it's always, and they go by the narrative of, well, the mother is mentally ill. Well, that's what every ex says. So when you're the kid, it's like, so my mom is ill or my dad is ill? Because I, I feel alive and I love my kid. I don't feel ill. I feel ill about what's happening. I feel ill that that people want to blame because really it, it's probably unprocessed trauma or anger. Divorce is traumatic as it is, but then you layer another person and you know, that person deserves to be loved and be seen. I'm referring to the stepmom, but when it's messy and then parent step parents want to berate the other parents, even online, it needs to stop then because Honestly, I don't know how it took so long to write this book. It was so hard because I am putting my subconscious, my heart, my family, my dad, my mom, the alienator, so much of I'm sharing with the world. And I know what happens on social media. You get trolls, you get hated on. And it's like, I, I hope to God that it resonates. Like I am not here to make stepmoms 
lives uh, worse, if anything, I'm making it better because a story shows why parents, if they have to divorce, then do it right. Take accountability. It's okay. And when you can't take accountability, then I would assume, yeah, then that person has a mental illness. Mm-hmm. Because who wouldn't who who wouldn't want to help their kids? Mm-hmm. And so many get, you know, even even like my dad. We're not taught, they were taught, like, how do you, how, you know, how, how is it that some families do well? Like, how is it that I have a great stepdad and tons of uh, step parents on Father's Day? I know Mother's Day, I looked around and I'm like, step parent, step parent, step parent, aunt, Theo, uncle, grandma, aunt, Theo, step parent, step parent. And I was like, holy heck, you know, because they're, when you have a good step parent, it's like, you can't imagine their life, your life without them. It's, and it has nothing to, it doesn't take away from the relationship I have with my mom and my dad. But man, you sure are grateful. So for those step parents, this, you know, thank God. But for the ones that are manipulating and not understanding that, look, this is what happens, right? And then, you know, you get a piece of paper and you shred it. The kid's foundation, here's one. Like, if I tell my, you know, the kids, like, Okay, here's your life. Here's your foundation. That's never going to go away. It's just there. It's always going to be there. But if mom and dad don't talk about it, you know, mom and dad, so the kid just like holds all this pain inside and cover it up. Right. And then stepmom comes along or stepdad comes along. Right. So you've got all this like dirty stuff. They come along and they're just like, eh, that was the past. No, you can't have pictures of your of your your mom or your dad. This is a new life. This is the way we do things. And it's like, okay. No. I want my mom and my dad. And I was asked a really important question on a podcast I did recently. It says, Lisa, between the ages of seven and thirteen, because that's when I spent the more time, the most time with my stepmom than I did with any of my parents. Um, which, you know, every step parent would be like, holy crap, great. What was the hardest? Because there was a lot of things that were, there was a lot of neglect. There was like, I talked about it before. There was uh, molestation. There was, you know, it was, there's a lot of trauma. And even throughout that, the hardest time, the hardest time was that. Seeing my parents, not parents, seeing them, seeing my dad came to another woman, seeing him like, I could, I could see that he was uh, just, Divided, you know, just like crushed. Uh, seeing, uh, hearing my stepmom get away with the things that she got away with and nobody doing anything about it. That is like compounded. It, it is the most thing because in your kid, you don't have a voice. So we stay in our room. When you have a stepkid that stays away from you and or only comes home when the, the other parent is around, that's a big red flag. That kid, that's a big red flag. And these are things that parents need to know. And, you know, uh, the other day, there's, you know, step parents get upset. Why do we have to introduce ourselves to the mom? I, do, I, I don't agree with that. I think parents, I think every mother... Just like I did, like, hey, I'm Lisa, I'm Nat's mom. Thank you 
just like a kid's going to go spend the night at someone's house. So a lot of it too, a lot of moms don't handle it correctly. And then there's jealousy. So it's messy and preventable, mm-hmm. but it's 1000% neglect in your face. And the kids don't know the difference because they're enduring it. It's as you get older and the more life experience, you become a mom, a stepmom, a wife, you understand things from a different perspective. And I just didn't want to be anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The heavy. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you kind of broke out in, in that last sentence. It, um, you don't want to be, or the stepmother doesn't want to be, how did you say that? Oh, the stepmom, uh, the stepmom, stepmoms don't want to be, you know, stepmoms don't, stepmoms want to be appreciated. They want to feel important. They want to feel like, you know, they're, they want a relationship with your child, with, you know, your child. I understand that. And that takes time. There's no way that you can have a healthy relationship with your stepchild if that stepchild doesn't have a healthy co-parent foundation relationship with their parents. Their parents still have to be mm-hmm. parenting and and stepmoms or dads. But let's face it, it's mostly the stepmoms, mm-hmm. what it seems to be. Mm-hmm. Um when they uh, don't understand, like if they haven't been parents or their parents uh, themselves, they'll judge, you know, well, my kids don't act that way. Yeah, because your kids are with you. And the other kids, the stepkids, they want both their parents because they don't know what the hell happened. All of a sudden they were seven. The next thing you know, they're 10. They've got two houses and they don't have the life experience to explain this. It's unnatural. This is about attachment. Mm-hmm. parents are, you know, they're great, but they are, they cannot replace a biological parent. Even if, you know, there are certain cases, yes, thank God. But that doesn't mean that that child doesn't still wonder or, uh, you know, wish their parent was, was more, maybe more like their step parent. And, you know, I think a lot of dads, are either blind, they don't want to see it because they're kind of stuck in it. So this will probably take either some really brave men to say, hey, you know what? I got a co-parent with my ex and some some stepmoms, and it's always with jealousy because it, it, you know, even even like they'll say, well, the mom, it's the moms, it's the mom, the mom. Some mom, my mom didn't even care. She talked about my stepmom, which only kind of like in my little head at the time, validated my stepmom stuff because I thought my, my stepmom doesn't even, my mom doesn't even care. She doesn't even talk about it. So mm-hmm. I thought Karen, you know, shit. And it's like, no. So um, when men marry women that are younger, and mm-hmm. I get it, who doesn't want a hot young wife? <laughs> my dad, 10 years younger. And yeah. I just think, you know what, you got to stick with your generation because not only are you going to be raising that new uh, wife of yours, she probably doesn't have the emotional or the intellectual capacity yet. It, and it's not it, it's not in a mean way. It's just these are your kids. 
if you can't protect your kids in your own home, how the hell do you expect them to feel safe in the world? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Most definitely. So, you know, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a real subject that needs to be talked about and you know, they have stepmom podcasts, but they don't have, you know, step stepkid. Like, I think I'm going to be like America's favorite stepdaughter. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh. yeah, it's hard. You know, definitely. And, um, you know, when people separate and they think they're separating amicably, they should probably put in a settlement that a third party will not influence the relationship of the co-parent and the kids. Somehow somebody's got to toe the line and actually stick to that. Yeah, I I really feel that there needs to be legislation. I mean, I hate, I can't believe how perverse all of how massive this is. It's like, it's like there's alienation and there's severe alienation and then there's severe alienation with step-parents. Mm-hmm. Because there's no escape. It that is that's the trifecta, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, and I think that there definitely needs to be some sort of legislation to protect the kids. Because how is it that having a step parent is considered eight hundred times more dangerous than um, you know when when like single parents get remarried? The statistics skyrocket, and it it's known as the Cinderella effect. Uh, and it's obvious that it's nature, right? I mean, we don't have a biological connection to like protect that stepchild, but some parents, some step parents are, can, and some parents just pretend. And there's a lot of pretending happening mm-hmm. and normalizing it. Like this is baby. Um, what do they call them? bonus mom? I call it bonus mom. You know what? The kids, the kids love it. The kids three. <laughs> you know it's like for dads dads that are uh dating with uh women that have little girls you guys gotta be really careful. holy crap and if they're younger you know you got a younger wife with a younger daughter and you're like 20 years older gross mm-hmm. gross gross so I mean, maybe there's some, I don't, I don't want to sound so, but so, you know, brutally uncomfortable, but that's, that's what's out there. Um, that lady that brought her boyfriend to that the daughter's graduation and you see the boyfriend go in and scoop when in the hell, because it's the same thing. It's like parents cannot protect their kids now. They can't, uh, they're silenced. And these are just people that, you know, like the little girl was like hugging. I don't mm. know who she boyfriend. And it was like, I just, I wanted to like those parents or a little kid. That, that, that right there's a traumatic hit. Mm-hmm. And that for bringing that man and letting him do that, there's, I would never, anybody, I wouldn't have to protect, thank God, either of my exes. They probably have to protect me, <laughs> but I would never, if anybody 
I couldn't date anyone that disrespected uh, police officers or pilots. I would be protective. Like, no, uh-uh. Like, go. Like, no. I, I don't need your, I don't need, ugh. it's so frustrating to see how easy and, uh, you know, it's, that's why it's good to, to stay single and for a bit and, and kind of build a foundation and then, you know, slowly as your kids are comfortable, because it's, you know, parents, they don't, they shouldn't have to suffer a divorce and then suffer being alone either. Because kids want our parents to be happy. It's the, it's the parents that can't co-parent. And is it personality disorders or is it egos? Right. That's a good point. But there's no. some uh, a law so that step parents should not even be allowed in family court or in custody case. If you're in a custody case, then why why are you already married if your stuff is still like going through it? The fact that the judges and, and the law they know that's why you know the CDC like divorce is considered a negative experience having a um well they have it as a care a caretaker or another adult in the house ever hurt or manipulate you it needs to say step parent mm -hmm. if you're going to talk about family systems family all you know uh abuse uh they need to put step parents either a step mom or step dad because this is 4.5 million hits and it's still going. And you see, I wish my dad would have protected me. I wish my mom would protect me. The, it's, you know, we can't do anything until we talk about it. And every step loving stepmom that just really loves the dad, like, or, you know, stepdad that really just loves your, 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 your ex. Why would you want to inhibit that either? Because, the best thing is that, you know, that they see their dad or mom loved and, you know, it just, it just takes a long time. And it's like, they just expect it to be like the Brady Bunch and it's not. I agree with you. Yeah. You know, the, and the thing is, after, especially after a divorce or even, you know, God forbid a death, these kids need to adjust to mom or dad alone on the, the time that they have them. And like you said, just you know, give it a couple years. And yeah. give it more than give it more than two years. Give it five years before you bring someone into your life. Right. And then like, you know, usually like what seems to happen is you have co-parents and they're co-parenting and then all hell goes it all goes to hell when someone starts dating and it's just like oh gosh and then it sometimes you know it's just like a show it's a shit show for the kids because it's like oh great there's my dad and his one there's my mom and, his. and it, the kids are basically now being puppeteered by the drama really because when you see that the parents, they're so worried, you know, everyone wants to show each other up and look at my, it's so, it's so minuscule. And it's, you are taking away precious time that you have with your kids because 
by the time they're like 16, they're kind of, you know, they're thinking about, you know, their friends and, you know, they don't want to hang out with a, a, a new lady or spouse and their little kids. It's awkward at first. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it, it doesn't have to be. And parents, like I got married and my, my husband at the time, I'm divorced now, but he was a great stepdad for a long time. I didn't date a lot. Like he was the only man I let around my son and I'm like bring quarters. We'll see if he likes you. But I was kind of like, I was still didn't know I was alienated. So I was very like hyper vigilant, like very protective. And I'll never forget. And I shared this on the podcast. I mean, you talk about manipulation, right? So let's just be honest. It's like, I remember one time wanting, we were going to get a dog. I couldn't wait. I wanted to have it. And I was kind of acting, I was acting like a brat. And my um, ex-husband looked at me and he was like, Matt was behind me, my son. He's like, hey, Matt, can you go wait in the car? And he's like, yeah. And my, you know, now ex looks at me and he goes, don't you ever talk like that in front of Matt to me ever. And I was like, but like he thought about my kid and I was being a brat over a dog. And I even joked with him, like, I, I talked about it. Like, I talked about that time I was being a brat. Remember? And he's like, oh, God. Because we would wonder, like, all of a sudden, I would just, like, have a, like, a, like, a brain, like, whatever you want to call it, like, a moment of, like, why would I even act like that? And so I was, like, always curious. And it's like, well, shit, who did I know that acted like that? And I'm like, my stepmom. Oh, heck no. And that's a part of, of awareness is knowing where you picked up these, like, ugly little uh, traits that, you know, if you don't get your way, who are you going to sound like? And I'm like, uh, so yeah, that, that went away like that. <laughs> so, it, you know, these things that parents don't realize is you may think like, look, I married a pilot. I joked. I'm like, yeah, because we didn't know I was alien. Like only a pilot can handle all this baggage. Oh my gosh. Right. Just yeah. only like no shit. Like it was like, like good lord we're still good friends but i'm like oh my god all that time all those disproportionate reactions i would have it was because i was alienated this should be a comedy show we this like you know real but i remember even my my our step his step you know his kids would be my stepkids but they're all our kids and i would get so nervous when they would come and visit um it, and I was worried that I would, they would think I was, they would think that I was like my stepmom. Like I was just, it was just there. Like it was just, I had this, like, so I, I went over my, not over my way, but I was always, look at, you have your dad's feet. Oh my God. That's so awesome. Or you look just like your parents. Like, cause I'm not, I don't get jealous over that you had a past because that my stepmom did to my dad was. She just couldn't handle and some I, couldn't handle that he has a pass. I'm like, well, you can talk to God about that because I, I don't know. I was the fastest. I came out first. I don't know what you want me to say. Like they're very um, oppressive, mm-hmm. right? They um, what my stepmom 
wrote about my mom is going to enrage every mother and father that has been alienated with the help of a step. And as, you know, as hard as it is to know that, yeah, my dad is still married to her, but he's 78. I mean, I love my parents after a certain age, after like 40, if you're still not over your parents' shit, you're going to stay stunted. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, that's a good point. Um, I've always, you know, encouraged counseling, talk to someone who, who gets this, a, like a really good counselor. Just don't pick anyone, you know? Right. Yeah. And not every, and there's not, you know, this is a rule that I've been taught and, and it works well. Really, you're only supposed to talk to one person about your stuff because the more you talk uh, to everyone, the more you're enforcing that negative. So it's like lately I just like post and ghost because it it is a very emotional and, and important topic. But because there are a lot of alienators mixed in, um, and I, I have a list. I, I, I should like auction them off. <laughs> uh, it, it's 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 very apparent. I mean, and I'll even get other alienated kids. And, hey, you, and they're like, nope, spot on, spot on. It's like we all have this like silent language that we speak because it's a, one thing to think you're divorced and then know that you're alienated and you see they don't stop. So my stepmom up and I don't know what she does now, but she was still repeating the same stuff from when I was seven, eight, nine, ten. I mean, all of it. Oh, no. Mm hmm. But at the older you get, it starts to like get murky. And you're, I was always like, it was always a weird feeling when I was around her. Like my own body would start to get overheated. But like a lot of this is in my book, but it's people like to say it's, you know, um, there's a lot of, there's like, this isn't easy. This is a lot of trauma. But that, that was my past. And I don't, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's it's a lot. Most people would, I guess they'd freak out, but uh, there's still millions more people that have even gone through worse. I don't want to minimize it. Mm -hmm. But there were things that were done right. And thank God that I have aunts and uncles, but who also are step parents. So I saw good step parents. I just wish I would have spoke out. And kids don't speak out because... Just like me, it took so long because I believed one. Number two, you grow up with your dad allow not and I don't want to say allowing it, but he he wasn't gonna argue in front of her. You know, he 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 would get upset. When you see that, it's like you don't you know you have to stay quiet. Because then your your parent will try to like dismiss it. That's not how it happens. So they gaslight you, and then so then it's just a trauma after trauma, and it's just like the kids just like screw it. Because so that's why you know this book is so important because it it's like everyone's evidence. Like no, this can't. This is no longer going to be silent. And every step parent 
that is loving and, and wants a healthy, loving relationship with the their new spouse and their kids should be behind it because it's not about them. It's about um, what happens when women or men get involved and they don't like, they, they, they lie. They, they pretend that that stepkid will go away eventually. Mm-hmm. And that's not. Jeez. It's bad. It's so, it's so, it's been, it's so normalized. And so mm-hmm. then there's this like entitlement factor where, um, and yeah, I posted a video and it was like, I don't know, 10 seconds. I just took the phone and I was like, no, if anybody didn't, I would never drop off my child with a person that hated me. No, go down New York. Go go ask, go down New York and ask, would you drop off your child, sir or ma'am, with someone that hated you? The answer every time is no. But on this one, oh my God, I think it got over like 300,000 hits and People are just coming at me. It's the moms. It's the moms. And I'm like, Ugh. and I'm just like, we're about the kids. Mm-hmm. Why, why is it so important that you focus on the mom? That is still going to hurt the kid. And so to me, that's a person that hasn't raised their kids yet. Their kids are still growing up because let's face it, like parenting's, you know, it, it ebbs and flows. I mean, you know, it's fun when your kids are adults. And when you get to have precious time with them as parents, then you can enjoy them in adulthood. But divorce changes everything. Mm-hmm. And for any step parent to actively participate in family court, mm-hmm. like <laughs> I'm hearing things like uh, the step parents, maybe some are, but let's talk about like they were saying, no, it's, it's more the moms than the dads. Maybe, but let's take into account their spouse because that's BS. There's something not right there. There was an article going around and yes, our dads are, yes, men in in family court. Yes, we do know that. However, this isn't about a father's rights movement, a mother's rights movement, a step-parent's worst nightmare. This is about the fabric. This is about, this is a human race issue. And the more divided, the further away, because when you have dads putting down moms or moms putting uh, down dads, all you're doing is enforcing that alienation. Mm-hmm. And creating more division. Oh, for sure. And I, I, and I'm like, I will not be divided. I will not be divided. I can support good step parents. I can support moms and dads, but I will not be divided. Uh, you know, I just, I just think that the kids need to see someone need to know that like, wait, that's exactly what happened to me. Like, it's just so hard because parents, they don't want to face it. They don't want to, you know, they don't want to go through another divorce. Uh, it's it's i mean it really is and um they should not be in the family court arena it just should be the parents in there the idea that oh there's some there's yeah 
So had my stepmom been in the courtroom with my dad and my mom, do you know that that just, that splits us up too? That it's just like, uh-oh, but my mom doesn't have someone over here, but my dad has her, but if I mean to her, no, two parents, two. If one doesn't show up, okay, fine. But these step parents, especially with alienation, get out of the way, get the hell out of the way. And I, and I mean that in a protective way, like protect yourself because first of all, the spouse, like you should not be having, like if men are getting married or getting into relationships so someone else can watch their kid, <laughs> that's when they have a mother, that is neglect. Mm-hmm. Uh, step parents are not our biological parents. That means that what does that look like? I still, I love my stepdad. I have so much respect for my stepdad. Tiny part of me wishes my dad was more like my stepdad. Why? Because my stepdad's a really good dad. And not that my dad isn't. But when you get married and you choose to move on, now your kid has to you know, split their time between mom and new husband and dad. And, and, you know, and dad's new wife. And there's no, there's no foundation. Like we're split. Like there's no um, home. It's like now we have two homes, but I have to be this way a certain way. There's no pictures of my dad over here. There's no pictures, but there's pictures of my, but that it's not normal. And it doesn't, and the reason why it's not normal is because of the alienation. Because mm-hmm. I raised my son, I co-parented, and he had a stepmom and a stepdad. But mom and dad, we did like seriously. If any of our ex, you know, anyone ever would have hurt our son the way that my uh, that that was done to me, both him, both my my father, son, and I would have would have done something where, I mean. Let's just say they wouldn't find one. <laughs> Sorry. But when you understand the significance, the the long, not just being alienated from my mom, she alienates everyone. I mean, it's this is it's not just a stepmom, this is an alienator. And it it's manipulative, it's gaslighting, it's every disturbing evil thing but it's also the thoughts and there is a program out there. And, and, you know, I, I, it's called nacho, nacho kids. I agree with their method to a point. I do not personally believe that you can love someone and hate their child. And I couldn't love anyone that hated my child. <laughs> and no, the, I don't know the whole, uh, I don't know their, I guess their curriculum, but I just find it disturbing. And if somebody, if I was married to somebody who did not like my child and mistreated them, I think I, that would mean that I didn't like myself or love myself to allow that. <laughs> so don't know. And it's sad. And you know, stepfather, like you heard about the, did you hear about the lady that um, 
she was dating a, a guy and she killed the five-year-old, put her in a bucket and dragged the bucket to the mom's house and left it at the door. There's all kinds of, I mean, I, it was so bad. I, I didn't even want to repost it. It's out there. Yeah. It, you see it in the, in the, the video camera and she's just dragging like, you know, a wagon with the bucket of her, of the dead daughter. Oh, so, no. so this is a plague, an infection. And there's so many good loving parents that are fighting this fight. And then there's so many misinformed lack of awareness that are making it worse. Mm -hmm. So I'm just bypass that and just go straight up because it's like, it's really hard to, uh, to live with knowing that this kind of hate and whether it's a, you know, it's usually stepmoms, but stepmoms or stepdads, parents have to really, really uh, understand. And if they've never been divorced, like if you've never been divorced, you're not going to know. And you're going to go in, normalize it like everyone else. And there goes your legacy. So you're making emotional decisions because it makes you feel better. And you just, oh, they'll, they'll, they'll grow up. No. The kids are hanging in their room. They're not coming out. They're they're upset. They're acting all um, disproportionate and angry because it's unnatural. And mom and dad don't get along anymore. And now you're telling kids. And some kids aren't alienated. Some kids are like, I'm not alienated. I just don't like my parent for whatever reason. And that's usually older. Mm -hmm. um, just sucks. Mm -hmm. Well, there was a book out, oh, I think I, when I was reading it, it was probably 2012 or 2010, but it was called My Lobotomy. And this poor boy, his his father had remarried a stepmother. I think his mother was deceased. And she didn't like him. So back in the 50s, they were doing a lot of lobotomies. I can't think of the doctor's name. But she told the father, oh, Johnny's sick today, or however she told him. And the father had no idea this was going on. And she took this 12-year-old this for a lobotomy. And um, had him home the same day. Oh, Johnny's sick. Well, Johnny was never the same after that lobotomy. She just didn't like him. Yeah, it's a reminder, like, uh, my stepmom, like, she couldn't stand that I look like my dad. And so she would have to, it was very oppressive. And thank God for my first seven years, but it, it was so oppressive, but it was like, oh, Lisa, you have your dad's legs. Because my dad played soccer. So did I. Here's mm -hmm. like. I like my legs, you know, but your, 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 your body is growing, you know, they get so jealous and it's like, how can you like say you look, you look like your dad, but like in a mean way. And it's like, mm -hmm. but don't you like, glad that like, don't you like me because I look more like my dad? 
things that like, you know, uh, it's when they, like all the ridiculous, like, that mom gold. I'm going to get a little dramatic. I'm sorry, but. I, You're loud. <laughs> that mom gold. When bio mom and yeah, there's some bad bio moms. I get it. But do you think this stepmom goals? You think that's gonna really impress your stepkids? Like, wow, that's a really like like oh. how about what's your goals about a stepkid? Come on, like oh like I had one write a book about my stepmom so she doesn't do this to anyone else. <laughs> like, come on, like, like it's just so uh unnecessary how is it that stepmom goals and all these stepmoms talking about bitter baby mama why aren't they getting silenced by the judges but yet a mother can get silenced and this mother is an alienating mother i know alienators i know this mother is not an alienating mother and there's and even dads there's some great dads that here's the biggest reason why and dads, when if you're listening, if my, and if my dad's listening, I'm sorry, dad. This is the truth. The reason why I love my stepdad so much and I appreciate him is because he's the calm, just like the pilot man that I was, you know, married to. Calm, confident. I got you. Like, like even yet, I had a I had a situation where I, I needed my brother, and my brother came and we got back to the house, and my stepdad goes. I could have just jumped. There was a lot of traffic. He goes, I would have got the bike and got her in like 10 minutes. I was all, oh. so it's that protection that, that, you know, like being able to be in control, you know, not being manipulated and torn down, which is what I saw my stepmom do. So my dad was more emotional and um, stressed out where my stepdad and like, I'm laughing. I'm going to share a picture like this week. I'm going to put like, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it tomorrow, but you can't see, but I'm going to show that. Aww. That's my, that is my, my son. And that's my brother. Wait till you see the picture that I'll post, but you can see like, it takes, like I sent it to my mom. She's like, joy. Like it's even my brother was like, Oh, like, Oh, like it takes a long time, but it's when our dads are allowed to be calm and cool and lead. Great, but when they can't, they get the stepmoms that rule the nest and that, you know, are yeah. <laughs> I'm being funny about that. And then I get how hard it is to be a stepmom, but that is on your spouse. Because if you had a uh, secure spouse, like even my husband, my ex-husband, Greg, he was the pilot. He was a great stepdad and a, and a great husband for a long time because he had a great dad. He knew how to like make himself, you know, uh, known and, and protected and, and not afraid to use his voice. And these are things that women, you know, use and, and they, they end up, I'm sorry, but if you, you're married and you have kids with another person and then you have kids with someone else, but you can't see your kids, I don't care how happy how much sex you think you're getting, it, how young she is. Part of that, your husband is shut down because he misses his kids. And he's not sharing that side. 
because he doesn't want to get into another argument. Am I right? Kind of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you've got some of these other stepmothers that are completely rogue and aggressive. Mm. Let's um, talk about those. Oh, my goodness. Well, of course, you know, if you're in family court and the judge respects the stepmother more than the mother who is the fit parent, we've got really pro bad problems here. I remember coming out of the courtroom and in the hallway was my son. So I went to hug him and the stepmother got right in my face. She was about this far away from my nose and she was bugging out her eyes. I was like, what is that? So I hugged him on what? the other side and she did the same thing. And then she started screaming at my, my current husband. I don't even know what she said. Really? I, I, you know how it echoes in there? Everything echoes. And the smart thing would have been done if I had known is to go up to the sheriff's office and have them pull the tape of that hallway and how she behaved because she's a clerk in the court. Can't behave like that. Not, oh my God. Not only that, but that that's a traumatic hit for your kid because all of a sudden here's my mom. Here's my dad. It's, it's almost like, it's it, it's like my stepmom was kind of like that with me. It's almost like she didn't want me to figure it out. Like they hover. Mm -hmm. They hover because they're afraid. How awful. Oh, my God. How did you not like just, I mean, you can't because then you'll be arrested for trying to hug your kid. Yeah, I In had. The most supposedly. Yeah. I had to, you know, eventually, you know, let go because my husband said, let's get out of here now. <laughs> and so I just looked back and I said, hey, you stole one. You're not stealing the other two. And that's what I, I kind of raised my voice and walked away. And, and my son told me later, he said, mom, that was so cool that you said that. <laughs> right. I mean, oh, uh, yeah, because, oh. They, that the fact that the dad let that happen that's embarrassing on the dad like wow you really like lowered the bar didn't you because you're your kid that that's the kind of woman that you want in the world one that doesn't think that you can protect yourself like it, why what she had no right to do that no and the, and the fact that she works in family court or in the court system, yeah, the taxpayers are paying for the job so that she can go and harass a mother and make her feel uncomfortable as she embraces her child. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that woman, uh, whatever her name is, she should be, I wouldn't want my taxpayers paying for that. And I'm sure every mother and every parent that doesn't even know that this exists, this is why my book and so many others that, you know, are writing is so important because yeah, that's in plain sight. See how we've normalized that? Like that mm -hmm. is not okay. Like it's all, it's like that just makes the judges and family court look really bad, really bad. I, wow. I, just... I don't, you did that to me with my son, with, with my, 
you know, alienated anger back in, I don't know how that would have went down, but oh my God. I just, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, had there been a sheriff hanging around and saw this, I, I don't know if he would have stepped in or just watched it and didn't care. I don't know. I mean, look, parents to parents get remarried. That doesn't mean that that person is a replacement. That's an addition. And it takes a long time. And, and sometimes it doesn't. I'm so grateful for my stepdad because then I wouldn't have my brother. And that's my only connection to my mom. Mm -hmm. So close. So I just looked the other day. I was, I was my son sent me memory of these the memory box where you can take all your photos because he's a millennial. So you have CDs, you have all the different types of, you know, cameras and things. So they digitize everything. And I found a book, like a, a binder. And I looked at him like, oh yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is what his stepmom gave to him. And I put it in there. I didn't get mad. I was like, oh, because that's part of his child. I didn't get jealous. And I was all mad. There's pictures of you with you and Jen and the dog is so cute. And he's like, oh, thank you. You don't like, that's good. Like that. So there are, you know, addressing jealousy, there are, you know, to be fair, there are also moms that are jealous. Mm -hmm. it, the way that I grew up and from what I see, it, it's women. Mm -hmm. Women that are um, choosing to tear down other women or no, really tear down the kids because they really don't even know that spouse they only heard one side and when you marry someone say you've been married a long time and then you you marry someone again and you, you haven't like really healed like you should just talk to the ex-wife I mean it's like why why would you marry someone knowing that they had kids and knowing that you don't like it so you're going to try to control it that's like a really sad life they get jealous like the mom calls, what did she say? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, they, they have this competition with the mom. Here's the thing. I don't care. Look, the only competition, really, there isn't a competition. There was an awareness. Like, there's a different safety, I feel, with my stepdad than I do with my right? it, There was a different, like, my mom is really calm but I took her calmness because of what my stepmom said as cold, but my stepdad was always. So you mean I would have had two calm people probably wouldn't have had to marry a pilot because I would have been calm already. Like this is such a shit show. This is so wrong. So, you know, I find it insane that when you choose to become a parent, you choose to rise and do what's right. And a lot of wrong is allowed to happen. And whether it's a mom that puts their head in the sand or a dad that puts their head in the sand, the ultimate responsibility is both like both my parents and they owned it. They had an obligation to put me first. And my stepmom had an obligation to be true to herself instead of hiding her hate and disdain and say, you know what? I, I just don't want to marry someone with kids. Mm -hmm. instead she had alienated them too it's all in the book 
and um you know these rogue these step parents that are uh for lack of a better word i don't want to say it well like ghetto okay they're ghetto they have a they they want to cuss they want to they're like um low class year olds with 50 yeah they've got like 15 year old personalities mm -hmm. and it's like and you're just you're just showing your child you're giving them a really bad example in my opinion or you have the ones that are just so um flashy and they they're young and they're they're, they're you know they this is what this is what's scary my dad married someone younger and she was 26, but probably emotionally 15. I didn't know because I was like seven to 13. So, you know, you're letting your daughter or your son hang out with somebody that's much younger. That, that takes away your innocence too, right? You know, oh, let me do your makeup. You know what? Mom should be doing the makeup. Unless the mom and the, and the stepmom get along great, but if they don't, mm. uh-uh. It, 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 it's, uh, gosh, like they, they want to destroy every part of your child. They're doing it behind your back. My dad didn't know the significance. And even when he did though, like, you know, like I said, I feel safer with my stepdad. Why? Because I had to protect my, stay silent because, you know, I love him and I have compassion and it kills, it hurts to have to like, kind of like dad, like, you know, both my parents, if they could go back, I wish I could have, you know, just not have gone to live with my dad. I wish I would have stayed with my mom as hard as it was would have been for me because she's strict. <laughs> I would have been better off. Because that's my mom and nobody has the right. Mm -hmm. and, and this is what's hard. Right. Even parents on these, on, I, I've had to get off of a lot of the um, parental alienation sites mm -hmm. because they're unhealthy. And, uh, it, you know, there was a, it, this is recent. There was a girl that got reunified with her dad and, uh, he was remarried. He she hadn't seen him since she was nine. She was going to go see him. And the stepmom got jealous and it got all confusing. The dad actually called the husband and said, Hey, can you have my daughter text me from your phone and not her phone? And all the parents were like validating. It's okay. You got to give him time. I'm like, no, did nobody catch the alienating behaviors? He got 22,000 <laughs> followers and not one person caught these alien behaviors so i i caught her off the side and i'm like i'm so sorry you know she did i i commended her she didn't go because she knew that you know they were like everyone was trying to you know encourage her to see the dad and, and she will but she can't when you have an alienating stepmom like that you can't they will not have it so now the stepmom also got the half siblings involved. So the half siblings and the stepmom, the stepmom's teaching the half siblings how to alienate. And so dad is just like, 
you know, over there, like, and there's probably, I would imagine, I'm just going to look at the numbers. Mm, let's see. I'm going to imagine if there's three really good step families, two of them aren't, and one of them's really good. And whether it's a stepdad or especially if parents don't co-parent and if you are a listener and you know a step parent that is married and you hear nothing but negative stuff about the mom, that the mom or the dad is really bad, the kid has no relationship, somebody needs to check on that because that's exactly it hid in plain sight. So it became normal. Oh, yeah. Lisa's mom is bad. Tony's all good. And I'm just trying to help this poor child from divorce. Oh, these stepchildren. Oh, my gosh. 40 years later. Bullshit. Here it is. Everything that these step parents are saying um, to like, it's wrong. These da dads have got to like turn towards their ex and work it out for the betterment of your kids. And if that spouse, if your spouse does not like that, that's an alienator. That's someone that is not supporting the best kid. And if you, you're not going to be able to risk, I don't know how you're going to be able to have a longevity and a good legacy because like my dad, he missed it. He so sad. And I, I, I just, I can't, I'm not going to be treated like that. Like if that's like taking seconds from your dad, if, if I say, okay, dad, I'm going to go meet you, but not the family. So then why would I go out? That's like me going out on a date, but not going out in public. No, I, no. So, so dads inadvertently, hopefully are, or moms are shrinking their kids so that they can feel comfortable. And that's, that's abuse. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad. We and I can't, go ahead. Oh, no, you were talking. I'm sorry. I know this is a bad connection, but go ahead. Oh, no, it's okay. You go. Oh, I was going to say, I'm so glad we're having this talk because so many people need to know. And I think a lot of people are duped, like they're not catching it, that this is going on. But who knows what they're being told by that parent who's married to the step parent. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's always the same thing. The, the mom is dysfunctional. The mom has a personality disorder. The mom, you know, okay, so what? If, if, if a mom does, if a dad does, if a, a dad or mom have, you know, maybe they're, you know, drinkers, who knows? Okay. So what? That doesn't mean that I don't have a right to love and know my parent. Maybe they need some help. Maybe they don't. That's not going to take away that need. It's a biological need. That's why this is in my book. I mean, oh, I can't wait. Is what your, happens? Is your book coming it, it, out like, soon? Yeah, I signed off with the publisher um, the other day. I'm like, okay, this is what will go to all the the major distribution channels and all that. And I was just like, <gasps> I get really. It's it's a lot. It's that it, people may think that. Look, I am a real person. I've gone through a lot, but I'm also uh, brave and bold in it because I know that we can't bring this into the next generation. And this is fixable. Mm -hmm. 
if, you know, it's going to take, I think that there's, I think the way that the whole family court system is run and, you know, I don't want to put down any experts or anything like that, but some of the things that they write about, not necessary how it feels. And I think it makes it worse for the kids to come back because all the kids do is go, Oh, look at your mom thinks you were alienated, but she thinks this is all going to happen to you. And then it doesn't help that there are some parents that get upset. They get upset that it's like, no, I'm sorry. Um, neuroplasticity did work on me. Doctors, like they get, they get triggered. Like they want me to be destroyed. No, you're supposed to be destroyed forever. Well, you didn't talk to God. I'm sorry. But like, I'm smiling the my life. And if I have to talk about this the rest of my life, I'm going to make sure that every mom, dad, and anyone around me knows it's normal and it's bullshit and it's okay. We just need awareness to open up these uncomfortable conversations because at the end of the day, what are you going to really regret? You're going to regret that last TikTok post that set mom goals. You're going to regret uh, those moments that you're in the, you know, you're getting paid by taxpayers to go yell at a mom or, or, or try to intimidate a mom, that's going to be your legacy. That's what you're bringing to the world because there's so much hate already. And I'm like, I hate that this happens, but I love that. I also know the other side that there are wonderful families and wonderful role models and wonderful step parents. And it takes a community and the more negative that we talk about how this affects the kids because it affects the kids differently. But I guess, you know, parents just, it's like, if you want your kid to come back to you, but you're hoping that they come back to you knowing that their ex is a narcissist. In my opinion, it, it feels like you're no better than me. Like, why does it have to be about my mom? Why can't it be about me? Why can't it be like, I don't need to know. I already know. I already know every bad. I already know every pattern my mom has and, and kind of passed down already. I already know. I understand. Like, I get it. Even my dad, I already admit it. Look, I love my dad. But uh, no, if I needed help, you know who I'd call? My stepdad. Mm -hmm. That hurts. Actually, hold on. I would call them both back in the day. I'd always call my dad because that's all I knew that he would, you know, but kids need to see dads that can protect them that are allowed to protect them. And when stepmoms try to say, I'm protecting my husband. I'm protecting my husband. I'm a spouse. I'm protecting my husband. Nobody has a right to talk to my husband that way. Hey, stepmom, that you're acting that way, all you're doing, all you're doing is telling me that my dad can't protect me. Mm -hmm. So. I guess. That's, that's, the, uh, that's the universal, like, and the same thing with moms, right? If you are allowing stepdad to make all the decisions, to do all the things, then you're showing your, your kid, especially if you have a son, I can't do it on my own.
Yeah, that's I know. good. Oh. <laughs> you know, where you know when your book comes out, where can people find it? Um, definitely on Amazon. I will know here. It's going to be by the. It should be by the end of the month. They're just they're working on the interior. Um, as you know, it's Simon and Schuster Archway. Simon and Schuster are the publishers. So, um, yeah, the the book cover. I should be getting it back this week, and then. They said 10 to 15 days after I signed that thing. So I'm just like. I can't, oh. wait. I can't wait to read um, it. I just, I just hope that I, I do. I, I did the best that I could. I don't know how the heck I did it. It did take me an extra year from the time it was supposed to be. So to all you parents that have to write briefs and have to like be your own attorney, I have so much respect. My brain, like, I'm like, I don't know. Check what super, does, is there a thing as super ADD? Like there were times I couldn't even, I, I could only write like a line at a time. And like, I mean, I can't, because I, I have to go back in there. And it's like, ugh. But I, I just, it's a hard read. Ginger Gentile read it. And she's like, it's really good. It's really good. It's a, it's a hard, it's a hard read. But it's very truthful. And it's, uh, yeah, somebody else also said it was like the Alien Eaters playbook. It's just, uh, you know, it's okay. I survived. Mm -hmm. I survived. The little girl in me that, you know, is on the wrong stepchild. I'm, but I'm very glad you wrote this because this is something everyone needs to learn from, you know. Uh, it's just going to be an invaluable piece of information for a lot of us. And I thank you for writing that and, uh, the, and the strength to write something like that. You know, yeah. Oh, goodness. I mean, how can, how can people reach you if they have any questions? Uh, you can uh, find me on the stephoodproject.org. Lisa Good Pastor on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Well, I'm so glad we spoke. Um, don't jump off, okay? Slam the Gavels, a podcast to help the public understand what really goes on in these family courtrooms that in turn perpetuate parental alienation. I am your host, Marianne Petrie, author of Dismantling Family Court Corruption, Why Taking the Kids Was Not Enough, and Cry Out for Justice, Poems of Truth. Please join us again in the future with Lisa Goodpaster, and we'll be talking about her book some more and other guests in the future. Thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you.